Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live. Welcome everyone to the House of David Ministries. I'm Pastor Keith Allen. And I'm Pastor Summer Allen. And this week's Bible study will be based on one of uh, the studies that a member of ours is giving, and that is Sister Kathy Rooley. Yes. <laughs> so without further ado, and again, for if there's anyone new to, to this um, Bible study, this is more of a uh, open forum kind of thing. So if you have questions, if you have comments, please feel free to share. Uh, we all learn from each other here. Um, no one is above anyone. Only Christ is above. And um, again, the floor is yours, Sister Kathy. Uh, thank you, Pastor Keith and Summer Allen. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, the guys, for ministering to me. Well, first and foremost, I thank the heavenly. Lord, for just being with me, and I thank you guys for um, what you're doing in my life. Oh, thank the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. The title of my Bible study this evening is going to be Fear. There was, um, I'm sorry, just one moment. I apologize for that. I apologize for that brief interruption. The title of my Bible study is going to be Fear. One night as I was sleeping, when most things usually happen, we're, we're awakened for various reasons. And um, Pastor Summer and Keith have been on me for quite a little while to give a Bible study. You know, maybe, you know, you've given us couple to my one that I'm just um, trying right now. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure about you. I might have missed yours, but um, we know that you know. <laughs> but um, good old me is a work in progress. But um, there's a story about how that came about. He woke me up and told me that um, the title of my study was Fear. And when I got up that morning, I couldn't even do my usual thing of using the ladies' room. I had came straight to my computer. And I was just curious as to how many times fear was in the Bible. And I began to Google that. And I came upon this website that um, told me that fear was in the Bible 58 times. But in this website, there were various words, a lot of words. And it listed all of these words and told you how many times each of them was there. So when I found fear in Psalm 528, my mind told me, which is nothing but the Lord speaking to me. You know, usually you read a little before, you read a little after. So I decided to, okay, go five before and go five after. I ended up going seven words before fear and five words after fear. When I came up with those words, which were life, ever, hand, other, speak, I, through, all commanded voice in Christ. I 
whoa. My mind told me to put those in a sentence. You know, and I know when my mind is speaking to us next, that inner voice that we have inside of us, it's nothing but the spirit of the spirit of the living God. You know, just just trying to direct us in a way in which we really don't want to go to or or adhere to. But um, that's what I feel within myself when those things are happening. You know, when I put it in a sentence, that sentence said to me, "Have you ever looked at your life through the eyes of others?" voice of Christ has commanded you to not speak and take your hands off. That, to me, just um, spoke volumes, you know, because in my life, there was so much going on. And, um, you know, we have a um, new person on the line, Harry, my cousin. You know, this was um, before Mommy passed away. You know, so she was able to um, at least hear that and what I had experienced there and knew that I had to do a Bible study because my pastors were just not letting me be. (laughs) You know, so in that, you know, I began to search a little bit deeper, you know, because, like I was saying, there was so much happening in my life. You know, I consider myself constantly running, just constantly running, trying to do everything, you know, um, fear of losing control of myself, fear of things not going my way, fear of hurting others, fear of being alone, fear of rejection, not being able to help. I'm always wanting to help and make everything all right for everybody. Fear of not overcoming hurt, shame, and defeat, fear of letting go, fear of being misused and abused, you know, in that it made me look into what is fear? What is it actually? You know, fear is an emotion that's induced by a threat of perceiving other people, perceiving other things, and generally they're living, living things. You know, that fear causes a change in our brain function and ultimately a change in our behavior. You know, we begin running away and hiding and freezing up. You know, um, you know, it just causes us all kinds of stress. Webster says it's an unpleasant and often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger an anxious concern, solicitude, I think is how you pronounce that, which means a set of care and protectiveness. You know, I know that that speaks volumes to me because I'm always trying to be attentive of everyone other than myself, you know, and not wanting to fail so many. Can I, can I add something? Yes. Um, something that you said was really important um, is in the descriptions of fear that you were giving, is that fear itself um, it paralyzes you, um, as you were saying, and it causes you to basically be completely out of touch. It's like one of those emotions that's so, like, like as you said, that's so overwhelming that in fear you are at the most point 
or the furthest, I should say, the furthest point from God. That's the reason why he consistently always tells you to never fear and to never be afraid, only basically to fear him. But when he speaks about the fear of the Lord, he's meaning in respect of him, in reverence. Okay. And, and I think that that was a good um, that was a good analogy in there to add to add the descriptions of what fear really is, because it does give you a um, a perspective of how it does push you to the furthest point away from God. You know, one of the other things um, I came across something, and I don't believe this was by accident with me doing this Bible study as well. Mm-hmm. We're all on Facebook and doing different things, and this was a post that someone put up. Okay. Um, it had the letters fear listed. So imagine writing these across from each one of the letters. Forget for F. Everything for E. And for A, run. Either we can forget everything and run, mm-hmm. Or we can face everything and rise. Wow. So um, I think that I can honestly say that I'm looking forward to facing everything and rising and losing this fear. You know, I know that um, God will make a way when there seems to be no way. Uh And, you know, yes. No, I was just going to add, I had this this crazy dream where I was, like, flying through space. I know this is a crazy dream, but I was afraid, like, oh, my gosh, I'm losing control. Kind of flying. So there's, like... To overcome the fear, it's so, um, I guess the results are just so amazing, like how you feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like it's like an adrenaline rush when you when you push past your fear and push yourself outside of your comfort zone. And yes. um, it's a very a more rewarding experience as well. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for that, Sister Mindy. Thank you so much. That was, um, <laughs> that dream was for me. <laughs> I wouldn't dream it again. I'm like, this is <laughs> You know, um, because the flesh and the spirit, I don't know about you guys, the mind is constantly warring against each other mm-hmm. is what I've come to the realization of. You know, and, and these scriptures were um, sticking in my head, and um, I need to take a moment and, and just look at Romans 8. Mm-hmm. I know that stop, you know, Pastor Allen, Keith Allen, you know, one of the things that you're always telling us is um, <laughs> to read a psalm a day, read a proverb a day, and if we don't do anything else to do that. Right. You know, just to, you know, stay in his word. Yeah. Just to stay in his word. You know, and, and in that, Psalm 23 tells me, with me talking about fear, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Right. I will fear no evil. That's right. 
You know, I was torn between that and Romans 8. Where are you at from Romans 8? You know, I think I'm at Romans 8 and 8. Okay. I'm going to start there. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life is Christ has made me free from the law of the spirit and death. For they, jumping down to number five, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Can I, can I jump in there? Because that's the total example of what I was just saying as far as being so far away, is when you are in fear, you're in so much flesh that you're at the furthest point away from God. You're not in the spirit whatsoever, and you can't oh. hear, hear anything from the Lord. So it, it, to understand that, it's like the, you know something that can tell you to calm down or even to press past, like um, Melinda was saying, to overcome it. Yes, because um, one of my notes that I put through or next to all of those fearful things, my mind said to me, carnally minded. Yes. Yes. It really said to me, carnally minded. Yes. So, and um, that's just something that I know that um, I personally want to get away from. I hope that everyone else does. Because I know that, um, you know, I have had to analyze myself to say, how much do I really desire this? How much do I want it? How much Am I willing to let go of and trust him? Am I willing to let go of my kids? Am I willing to let go of my husband? I have much of a choice but to let go of my mother. You know, am I willing to let go of my grandmother? These things and these people that are so close to me, my whole everything that I, my being is about, you know, am I willing to let go of these things and trust God, you know, because I need to remove me from it. You know, he can do it. You know, Proverbs 3 tells me to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. Yes. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct my path. Mm-hmm. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I can think that I'm having such a horrible day. You know, and no one is worse than um, ourselves. We are our own worst critics. You know, um, especially when I know that I know God in the manner in which I do. I know how much he's blessed me and all that he's done for me. I know how much he's kept me. I know how much he's keeping me. I know how much I'm covered in his blood, but yet still, I'm not giving him just the simple things that he desires of me, and that's my time, you know, because I'm so busy doing so much for everybody else and everything else that all he wants is my time, you know, and this study just, you know, reminded me of that because it's been a long time since I've done so much. You know, I have like 12 pages in one packet, eight pages in another packet, six pages in another packet. 
I mean, it was just so much information. I couldn't even begin to where to go. You know, I, I just didn't know. Yeah. But um, it was a good thing, you know. I'm usually sleep by 9 o'clock. It was 11.30, and I realized I didn't eat. You know, and this is not just one day. It's a breakfast last week. I was down there. Right. I, I had it, you know, a month ago. I was down there. That's true. I was another time. Yeah. You know, but I felt good. Yeah. You know, so just spending that time with him, you know, and uh-huh. better than any any worst day that I could have. Right. Because that's all he wants from us. It's just a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, so how do we overcome this fear? How do I overcome this fear that is within me? Uh-huh. So just doing some honest and sincere evaluation. You know, how do we stop the flesh from warring against each other? You know, Pastor Allen, you know, or Keith Allen, you preached on um, the tabernacle. You know, and you talked about, um, you know, just like, you know, for those that don't know, Terry, if, if, I'm sure that you know, because I know that um, you're always in church, girl. But um, in that tabernacle, um, you know, you have your little out of court before you come to the curtain, you know, and that's where the um, wash bowl and um, the other thing is. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, you know, people, you know, wander around in there for a long time. What am I able, ever able going to, to be able to go behind that curtain? You know, right. what am I able, you know, really able, you know, to to have that one-on-one, to be able to do that? I want that. I don't want to just keep on wandering around in the wilderness, so to speak, because I'm just stuck there. Mm-hmm. So am I going to continue to be stuck or am I going to move forward? You know, how do we do this? You know, um, what? We just have to see you know, we have to know how to let go and let God. What did um my sister say to me? Have you ever seen your life through the eyes of others? The voice of the Lord has commanded you to not speak and take your hand off. Well, it's high time for me to shut my mouth, you know, and um, sit back and just wait and watch the wonderful hand of the Lord work in my life. You know, if I think that he's done good things thus far, you know, what else is going to happen? You know, Psalm 56.4 tells me, in God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will, will not fear what the flesh can do to me. Wow. We have to increase our faith, my faith. I must determine what's more important, my faith or my experiences. Wow. This is what this study has brought out of me. This is what it has allowed me to remember the importance of not just talking to him, the importance of spending quality time with him, <laughs> the importance of studying his word. That's right. You know, it quickly turns into hours and then days. The more we study, the more we seek. Mm-hmm. The closer we will draw to our heavenly Father. That's right. Matthew seven seven tells me, "Ask and it shall be given; seek and ye shall find; knock and it shall be opened to you." That's it. He must be sincere. You know, we all know about sincerity. You know, in our relationships and in our lives, and you know how 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 we want somebody to be sincere and honest with us. You know, we serve a jealous God, and he's jealous, and he wants that same thing from us. Yes. You know, I need to 
look at my life. You know, um, am I moving forward? Am I moving backwards? Well, my plane opens up. Know that I am powerless in my own strength. Psalm 8611 tells me, teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Lead me in truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. We can do all things. Through Christ, who strengthens us, Philippians four thirteen. That's right. Lastly, Matthew eleven twenty eight tells us, "Come unto me, all ye that are labor. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, mm-hmm. and I will give you rest. Rest. Take my yoke upon you uh-huh. and learn of me. That's it. I am meek and lowly in heart, mm-hmm. and you shall find rest unto your soul. That rest." will take us away from that worry. Yes. It'll take us away from all of that pain. It'll take us away. It'll just bring us joy. It'll bring us that joy and that peace. That's so unsurmountable. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy that's working through, like, on me with surrender. I'm slowly wrestling that control out of my hands. You know, <laughs> that, that fear of letting go. And um, I don't know. I'm just relating to so much of what you're saying. And oh, God is working with me on a lot of those things, too. So, like, my soul is just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yes, this is a thing. <laughs> Um, and one thing that, you know, that's been kind of ringing, you know, through, like, it keeps coming up, that is there's freedom in surrender. Yeah. Like, just rendering all, everything that's worked bad, and there's so much freedom in that. And that's what, kind of in this phase where I'm, real, like, I'm realizing that, you know, each day, like, just surrendering it all to him, and, and all those problems, all those worries, those are his, and so I can be joyful today, you know. Amen. Amen. That's it. 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 That's it.
Whosoever therefore shall confess before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. If you follow me, I will make you fishers of men. I will be thou clean. I will not leave you comfortless. I will that they may be with me. Or I will. Amen. I didn't know about the eight. I will. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta send that to us. You gotta post that. But it's a good thing that you're ready to fear. And did anyone get a chance to read the, the four proverbs? Um, thanks. I didn't know what I did, but I had lost stuff. <laughs> did you have any comment that you wanted to that you wanted to add about what Kathy? Yeah, no, I just think Kathy, you did a good job. And stuff, and like you said, we just have to sit back and let God stop trying to do it ourselves, and just let Him take His course. And us. Amen, my cousin. Amen, 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 amen. Train up a child in the way in which they shall go. So when they're old, they will they will not depart. And we were short trained up. We were short trained up. I think each and every last one of us all this life. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Tina? Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, sorry, um, Brian is trying to get into the call, trying to help him get in. Okay. Um, no, my only comment was was uh, earlier today uh, I was talking to someone and uh, a quote came from, I guess, uh, Yogi Berra. Yeah, he passed today. And so one of his favorite quotes was, uh, when you reach a fork in a road, make sure you take it. <laughs> and to me, that just screamed about fear. <laughs> That's what it screamed about. You know, I heard it earlier today, and I was like, and I started laughing. I was like, wow, we're doing fear today with, bam, there it is right there, mm-hmm. you know. And some people were like, that didn't make no sense. I'm like, it makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do you get to a fork in a road, and you just like, some people don't know what to do. They just stand there just like, where should I go, you know. And then you've got those other people like, well, I'm going to go to the left because that's just what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's the third person who says, well, God, can you please tell me which work should I take? I'm going to post that. That's how I took it. So I can look at that all the time. That's how right. I took it. In my war room, though. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely something that goes into the war room. Yeah. 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 Whoever hasn't seen it, go see it. Uh, was it good? Oh, okay. Okay. That was awesome. So the reason why I want you guys to read the Proverbs was for the fact of the fear. God's word, a lot of people run from it. Why? Because it is a corrective word. People don't like to be corrected. They fear being corrected because they fear that they're losing out on something that their life is going to come to a, a screeching hope or, you know, all the things that they're doing they can't do anymore. You know, some of the things you, you're doing, you're not supposed to be doing anymore. You're supposed to be changing for the better of God, not for the better 
of your uh, fleshy life. You, you, you're working now. It's kind of like when you're on your job. You're working your job so that when you retire, those years of rest, as God calls it, those years of rest at the end of your life, you got enough stacked up to take care of you. You're not working right now for right now. You're working for something in the future. In our flesh, in this lifetime right now, we are working towards our eternal life. So we have to give up something in order to gain something in the end. We give up something out of our paychecks every week to put into our retirement plan, okay? No one wants to give up money because we want that money to do other things. But we know if we do not, we will not have the life in which we want in the end, i.e., you will not have the eternal life you want in the end if you do not develop a keen sense of God's word and fall upon it, rely upon it, embrace it. People run from God's word because they think it's the end of all, and it's not. It's the beginning. And I want you guys to read the Proverbs 1 through 4 for this reason. And I'm going to read the first six verses of Proverbs 1. And this is why we need to be in God's word. We do not need to be afraid of God's word, okay? And it's for this reason. It says, verse 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. This is why we get into God's word. Mm -hmm. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment and equity. To give subtlety to the simple. To the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and the dark sayings. This is the reason why I tell you guys to read Psalms and Proverbs each and every day. It enhances I'm trying to see what's on there. 